Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 346 of the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers, here as always with Megan Francis. Happy New Year, Megan. Happy New Year. I'm so excited to be back. We are back. We never left, really, but it's been a whole week. (laughs) Right? Well, it feels like it was a year ago when we last talked, Sarah, so I don't know why. I don't know why. (laughs) In podcast time-space continuum, of course, we're recording this just before the New Year, but it's actually been a couple weeks since we recorded, so... Even in real life, it's been a while, and we're just excited to be kicking off the new year with all of you. Thank you for listening. Welcome if you're new. Um, We have a great topic today because I don't know a mom in the universe who is not eager to get the house set back to one uh, this new year. And again, we're we're recording this a bit early, so my house is currently a disaster. But I'm hoping that by the time total hot mess, (laughs) yeah, by the time this comes out on January 4th, maybe we'll be in better shape. What do you think? I doubt it because <laughs> <laughs> the kids don't go back to school for, for the, till the third. Yeah. So I'm not, I'll, maybe I'll be spending that day cleaning. Maybe I'll listen to this episode while I'm cleaning. Ooh, that would be very meta of us. Yeah, it would. Well, we're sharing cleaning products today. Some of our go-to favorites. Um, and I think by way of that, we'll also end up talking about maybe some of our little tips and tricks, some methods for cleaning I know I always like feel a little bit um, insecure about my cleaning knowledge. So I, I'm going to share my favorite products, but I'm also very much looking forward to hearing yours, Megan. Okay. Well, I love cleaning products. Like I've always been a little bit obsessed with them. And I've, I've actually read whole books about this before, okay. but I'm not a particularly good house cleaner. It's <laughs> like, it's like low stakes, like our low stakes driving thing. Like yeah. I think if I, if I had to pull my house together and make it like ready for royalty, I could do it and I'd know all the tricks and I'd know how. And like, if something's like, if wine spills, you want me around because I know how to get it out. Um, But in a typical day, I don't really employ a lot of those, that big knowledge. I just rely on like little stupid hacks and products, like products that make it easy. So yeah, 
bad low stakes cleaner. But maybe but if okay. I could invite some royalty over, I'd, I'd really kick it into high gear. Whip it into shape. And it does yeah. sound like you have a lot of knowledge. I know you have more knowledge about like some natural cleaning solutions than I do. So I'm excited to dig into that. We also have a big roundup of other mom's favorite cleaning products on the blog this week that was put together by our team of contributors. So we will, of course, link that up in the show notes. Um, and that'll be a nice companion piece because I was looking at that list and being like, "Ooh, I want this. I want that. And I was also validated to see that a couple of things I do have or use were also on there. So maybe I'm not doing it all wrong. <laughs> well, I think that that blog post um, was kind of reassuring and validating for me because a lot of them were like things that I already knew about. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then a couple I thought I didn't know anything about these. So, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. discover something new. Well, before we dive in, just a little welcome to brand new listeners. It's a new year. I know sometimes moms get a new pair of earbuds for the holidays or maybe a new device or you have a resolution to start listening to podcasts and whatever brought you here to join us for the new year. We're so glad you're here. And I just have a fun little challenge because I really love welcoming new listeners into our community. And I also feel very proud of our vast archives, but they're, they are daunting and overwhelming. And they also do not all show up in your podcast app. So here's my little challenge. I would love for, if you are a relatively new listener in the last, you know, couple months, I want you to email me personally. It's Sarah at the And I will link that in the show notes and just like, tell me a little bit about yourself and like what stage of motherhood you're in and what episodes you've listened to so far or what you'd like to hear more of. And then for the first five people who do that, I'm going to make you a playlist of what I think are like the best starter pack for you as a new listener, depending on your kind of stage of life or what you're looking for. And then eventually I'll share those playlists with everybody because I think it's really fun to kind of think about our archives in like thematically that way, because we just have there's so much there, Megan. It's like, I don't even know what we said, but I think some right. of it was pretty good. I think some of it was good, but you know, you and I also work, work, we're like pumping this uh, content out at such a rapid pace that we forget our own stuff. So it's always helpful for you as listeners to tell us what you like. And then we're like, oh, right. We did do that. Remember right. that thing that we did? So right. yeah, it's really helpful. I'm thinking it's like a little matchmaking thing for me. So I'll do that for the first five or so people who reach out to me. It's Sarah at themomhour.com. And I would just love to hear from you. And then maybe others will benefit from having a few more curated playlists because I think those are really fun to have. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready-to-eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite Factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. 
Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. All right, Megan, we will go back and forth here, and I'm going to kick it to you to go first. What is a cleaning product you cannot live without? Well, okay. So one of the recurring themes you're going to notice as we're talking today is I am not good at floor maintenance. Um, I'm not really like, I don't want to get on my hands and knees and scrub the floor. And I'm also not good at noticing when there's stuff on the floor. I just, Mm -hmm. I kind of walk around looking outward and not down. And so (laughs) like once a week, I'll look down at my floors and be like, oh, these are really gross. And my whole um, upstairs is this like it's a, a laminate. It's not real wood. It's like, and it's not even a particularly good laminate. It's like the kind that shows footprints mm-hmm. and stuff. Like you could really tell it's, it's not wood. And so it needs some kind of cleaning, but it's not like I'm up here eating food or whatever. So like actually mopping, it seems like a little much. So I got these cheapo microfiber dust mops at, I believe TJ Maxx. And they just have like a, like a brightly colored fluffy, it looks like a Muppet. Yeah, um, I can picture. You know, it was like a little nubby and, you know, and I have one in purple and one in blue and I just keep it leaned up against uh, my dresser and like once a day, probably I just push it around mm-hmm. and it picks up cat hair and dust and my room gets sand in it. It's really, you know, I live not too far from Lake Michigan and I swear sand somehow migrates into yeah. my second floor um, and it just helps kind of get the floors looking kind of polished up and nice. So that's something that I have found myself relying on a lot, even though there's much more like expensive solutions. It's something that I use almost every day. I mean, that's such a good point that the the best solution is the one you will actually use. And then what I would add to that is you mm-hmm. keep it in a place where it's, it's, it's not tucked away. I, I am guilty of tucking cleaning supplies away, forgetting I have them buying more and then right. still being like annoyed at this grime in the tub that I actually have a good solution for, but it's like way back in the garage or something. So I love right. that you just right, keep right, it right. right there. I love it. Well, the first go-to for me um, is related to pets. And I have a dog who doesn't shed, but who does mark his territory and occasionally pee on oh. a carpet and or it's usually like on the corner of an upholstered thing. Mm -hmm. And this is like a whole separate conversation because he didn't do this for the first like four years of his life. And he didn't start doing it until we moved to this house. But even in this house, he didn't do it for the first like mm, 
almost a year. So something like set him off. And then as people know, with marking dogs, it's just really hard to break them of that. Cause once they yeah. smell their, smell their own, like, or if another dog comes in the house, it's all, it's a territory thing. So anyway, when I was growing up, my mom always used resolve products for carpet and upholstery, um, stain and odor removal. And I just followed suit. I never really like experimented with other brands. Resolve now has a bunch of different ones. They they have some that are specific for pet stains and that will kind of uh, neutralize urine smells. They have some that foam up a lot, some that are meant to be used with like a steam cleaner. So they have a whole line. It's just, my, it's been my go-to brand forever. And then what I will pair with Resolve, so I have several different bottles of Resolve in different cupboards throughout the house, but you got to have a good scrubbing rag if you're going to get in there on upholstery or carpet. We mm. have a couple of really um, like shaggy kind of deep pile area rugs. They're not expensive at all. They're they're, you know, they're for like the, the rec room and stuff, but they have long shaggy piles. So you got to like get in there and there is nothing better than a true like bar towel and the kind you can buy. Costco has them in packs of 50 or whatever. They tend to be too big for what I need. So it's just a white classic bar towel. And I cut them in half and as you need to have so many, it's, it's the best mm-hmm. rag for cleaning up really gross, dirty messes. You can always throw them away if they get truly gross, but, um, cut in half is like a great size. And I just keep them in a basket, uh, in the cupboard. So. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that you, this is such an issue that you have to have an, like an, <laughs> uh, on hand solution yeah. for it. Yes. But I hear you like my, my pets, I've got an old dog and she doesn't mark. She just if I'm not home and she really has to go, she just can't hold it anymore. And so I've had a few of those myself. Um, I also love resolve and I think resolve has the one where it's a foam and it comes out and there's like a plastic, like nubby top. Oh, I'm talking about. So you can work it in. Mm -hmm. So the way I think I've always done it. And I'm trying to remember back to like when I actually had carpet that was getting peed on. Now it tends to just be like hardwood floor and that's a whole different mess. Yeah which we can talk about another time, but um, it's like blotting it up and then foam, put spraying in the foam and then working it in with either the, the, um, the plasticky nubby top or getting one of those hand like bristle brushes with a handle. Uh-huh. Those come in handy for a lot of things like that too, especially if it's like a Berber carpet. Yeah. I feel like it gets like those bristles. Yeah. Really that's get a good down idea. That that Berber. I, I should yeah. add that to my arsenal. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then just throw everything else on it. Throw some vinegar on it, some salt, soda, whatever. Yeah, all the things. I need to work on the the odor neutralization. I it's to the point where I don't smell it, and I'm up. I'm pretty sensitive, but I know he can still smell it because he'll go for the same place every time. So, anyway, it's like a really gross story. Really, (laughs) yeah. Please, this is cleaning. Old dog has you know stinky pee, and she peed in my bedroom on that laminate that I was talking about, and I didn't really even know for a day or two because it kind of dried up. Yeah. And then I'm looking down going like you could almost see like a film. And so I'm like, OK, I know what's going on. So I cleaned it. And then I was like, why does it still kind of stink in here? And then I realized it had gone under my yoga mat oh, and it was God. like trapped. So it was like it had run some. My room was a little slanty and it had run downhill under my yoga mat and was trapped. And I figured that out when I was doing yoga. I'm like, this, it just stinks. And then I lifted up a corner. It was like, oh, oh, oh like a little that is re- so retching. offensive it's like going it's into terrible. your like your sacred space and just leaving dog pee the most yes. unpleasant surprise that's terrible <laughs> that's oh terrible. my gosh okay it's your All turn. Right, i guess i'm up next okay um okay so this is also going into my generalized laziness and inability to keep up with floors i have become very dependent on um method squirt and mop oh i've seen so this. it is just a little bottle they have two the one i have is um 
made for like wood and wood like floors. So it smells like almond oil. So it has that kind of wood floor cleaner kind mm-hmm. of smell. But it it's literally just like an oval bottle and you just squeeze it really hard and it squirts really far. And then I just walk around with my microfiber um, and mop it up, basically. So it's just a way to get the floor kind of clean looking shiny, you know, get like any kind of surface gunk off of it. They do make one for like tile and other kinds of floors. That's more like a lemon scent. I have not used that one yet, um, but I think I'll probably buy some. Okay, I love this because floors also have always kind of it's like I've made them more complicated than I need to be. So one question I have is, would you sweep or vacuum first if like if there was a bunch of like actual loose particles or would you yeah. just kind of push? OK, so you would probably sweep first if there uh, was like big stuff, I would. Um, But the dust mops are really good at like picking up really small right. dust. So I would if it was like something more like that, just push the dry mop around once and pick mm-hmm. that stuff up and then switch out the switch out the the mop head That's to a awesome. clean one. And then just spray and do that. And then I throw and so them both there's in the no wash. bucket of water involved. There's no bucket of water. I don't have that gross thing where I have to like, you know, squeegee the water into the sink yes. and it's all gross. So yeah. No. Nope. Then do you wash those mop heads in the washing machine yep, or like them in the washing machine? Oh, okay. This is, yeah. this is, see, this is how I, I truly am. You're like, oh, really? I'm just not very so, good at this stuff. I think for the microfiber to truly work the way it's supposed to. I mean, the whole idea of a microfiber is it's supposed to like, Stuff is supposed to be attracted to it. Yes. And it's supposed to cling to it. And I think you're not technically supposed to use it. You're definitely not supposed to use it with um, with uh, static cling stuff, like with with a dryer sheet. Okay. But I also think that it, you're supposed to not really use it with detergent because it can make some of those properties go away. Okay. I don't really care that much, though, because to me, the microfiber part's kind of beside the point. It's just having something easy to push around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And use whatever product I want with it. Like the microfiber part is just what they had at the store. I don't. Yeah. I'm not really using it the way like that way. So I don't care. I just throw it in the wash with whatever, you know, towels or whatever I'm washing. And yeah, I wash it pretty much every time I use it or every other time. And I have two. So I just swap, swap them in and out. Yeah. I love this. Well, my next one also has a microfiber tie in, but the actual can't live without that I truly love is a surface cleaner. So a countertop spray from public goods, who is a show sponsor of ours, but I am a paying customer and I buy this for myself on repeat. Um, it just is a really light feel to it as a countertop spray. So this was, is not what I would use to deep clean my kitchen. This is like a once or twice a day, wipe down the counters. Um, it doesn't leave anything filmy. It goes on really light and public goods is very like eco-minded. And so I love that you purchase the little refills that then you just use the same bottle. So less plastic over time. I might replace the bottle like twice a year if it just, it feels like this, the nozzle or whatever, like I could use a fresh one, but otherwise the little refills are, they're like $2 and 50 cents or something like really affordable, mix it with water. And I just have that, um, everywhere. And then to actually wipe my favorite are the microfiber cloths from Trader Joe's. I'm sure they're the same as many countertop microfiber cloths, but I am at Trader Joe's every single week. They come in cute colors in little two packs. Um, when they get gross, you can just throw them away because they are extremely affordable, bright colors. Um, so that is my pairing for just clean countertops that looks nice and smell nice. The, the scent on that public goods, I don't even know what it is. It is not overwhelming. It just feels clean when I use that on my mm. counters. So I also love public goods, um, household products. And the only, I have to just share a little weird idiosyncrasy about me. And that is that I can't stand the way microfiber cloths feel on my fingers. Oh, like if I have any little hangnails 
or yeah. at least it the ones I'm thinking hot. of. Yeah. Or even if your fingertips are kind of rough, they uh-huh. like, it feels like it's sticking to me and something about it is like a sensory nightmare. So, um, my sister crocheted me or, uh, sorry, knitted me Ooh. like a whole bunch of washcloths because when she learned, yes, they're so amazing. When she first learned to knit, she just only learned how to make washcloths. <laughs> and so for like two years, all she made was washcloths. I might, still, I think she just likes to knit just to do it. I don't think she cares about what she makes. So I got tons of those and they're, so they're essentially kind of disposable at this point. Yeah. I know they only take her like 20 minutes to make, so I'll use them until they get gross and I can run through the dishwasher a few times to get to like sanitize them. But after a while, it's like, okay, this one's chunky. So yeah. that's what I use instead of um, the microfiber. Oh, I do know that that sensation you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Only it doesn't bother me, I, but I know exactly yeah, interesting. that. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Well, all right. So, um, okay. My next one is uh, Mrs. Meyers clean day surface powder and oh. their scrubbing cream, which is like actually made with the scrub, the surface powder. So it's like a can, a little metallic can of literally cleaning powder. And it like, might remind you of the green can your mom probably had under the sink when we're growing up. Um, and it's, it's kind of like the natural version of that and soft scrub. And it just like, it's, you can't use it on every surface because some surfaces, even though it's like a really fine grit, it's not supposed to scratch. Like I don't trust it with everything, but I will use it instead of toilet cleaner. Sometimes I think it does a really good Mm, job of like getting, if you have like any rings in your toilet, um, where the water sits, especially if you have like hard water or like someone didn't flush for a day or two and it's just like sitting there. Um, it is a really good job with that. And it's Mrs. Myers, so it smells really good and it's, you know, more natural based. Um, and it's it's like very uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like it can be tailored to some to any use. Like it's it's not a special use, it's not a mm-hmm. uni use thing. It's right. like something that can be used in a variety of ways. Bathtubs, it's great for bathtubs, it's great for like getting the sink really clean. So I like both of those an awful lot. I am going to look for those because I, I love Mrs. Myers and always have, but I, I haven't delved much beyond the dish soap and the countertop spray, which I don't always get, but like I'll pick up sometimes in a fun scent. So I'll have to look yeah. for those. That's really yeah. Okay. So the next cannot live without for me is actually something that you told me about Megan. So it must've been another cleaning episode years ago, a couple years ago. I think you had just moved into one of your houses. You had just had a move and you had a I had new... just moved into this house. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, and so it is a broom dustpan combination pair. And um, we will, I, we can't, it appears that it is no longer available. And that's part of the story, but we'll link up as close as we can. And then maybe listeners, if you have something like this that you love, I would like a link from you. So it was simple and inexpensive, but it was one of those where the broom and the dustpan kind of click together at the handle. So when I, I could hang it on my laundry room wall and it kind of like was flat against the wall, but you went around like, sweeping up at a restaurant after, you know, I'm picturing like McDonald's or something. There was always yeah. somebody like with a broom and dustpan. Right. That both have handles. Yeah. That work together. And it also had the um, dustpan part, had these little rubber or plastic teeth that you could kind of drag the broom through so that those big hairballs that you pick up and like weird things that get stuck in the broom bristles, you could kind of force them out without bending over to pull it out. And I know yes. all of you listening know that annoying thing that I'm talking about. It was a very functional broom dustpan combo. And then when my mother-in-law was in town over Thanksgiving, she did a very nice thing of sweeping my kitchen and somehow like kind of forced it together wrong because they kind of nest together when you put them away and she broke it and she felt awful. 
and we got a new one and it's just not the same. So my can't live without, I am actually living without and I need some kind of replacement. Do you still have yours? I do still have mine. And then I liked it so much. I ended up buying two more, um, like one for each floor. And then I think I wanted one for the, the garage or something. I, so I wound up with three. And the funny thing is, oh no, I know what happened. So I had the one downstairs and then I ordered what I thought was an exact replica of it. But the second one I got was slightly different and the edge of the dustpan did not fully touch the floor. So you'd go sweep and all the dirt would go under it. And it was like, okay, that's, it was so annoying. Yes, it really was. And it took me a little while to figure it out. I'm like, how come nothing, this ineffective, like nothing I'm doing is working. So then I went back and the one that I wanted was also gone. And I wound up getting a similar one. That's great. It's Okay. It does not have the flaw of the, of the first. So okay. between between the three in my house, I actually threw the dustpan away from the faulty one. So now I have three brooms and two dustpans. Okay. I guess the lesson here is that if you, like me, have gone like 15 years of domesticated life without ever exploring the concept of a broom dustpan combo, <laughs> it, it might be a $20 investment that could make your life just a little bit better because that's how I felt yes. about it. It was like I had always swept my kitchen, had a broom and I had a dustpan. I had never had one of these newfangled contraptions and it made me very happy. So, Well, and isn't that kind of like a lesson or a takeaway for all of us about everything? Like if yes. you're suffering or if, if not suffering is like way too, too, way too dramatic of a word. But if you've been like struggling to make a tool work that doesn't work the way you want it to, there's probably a better tool out there. Agreed. Agreed. So. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician recommended schedule. 
We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. All right, Megan, what's up next for you? Okay, so this is a little bit unexpected for me. Um, the house that I live in currently has a very large granite island. Um, and I've had great granite countertops before, and I guess I've never done anything super special with them. You know, I yeah. scrub them with like the rough side of a sponge to get junk up, and then I wipe them down with a cleaner, and then I'm kind of done. And this house, I was like digging through like that. You know how sometimes kitchens this in front of the sink have that little drawer that pops down yes. like on an angle? Uh-huh. And I didn't even know I had it for a really long time. And then I opened it one day. I was like, oh my gosh, there's all these things in here. Like there was like these little scrubby plastic things. And one of the things was this tiny little bottle of granite polish. I can't even tell you what the um, company was. I don't think it was anything special. Actually, I think it was one of the same ones that makes like stainless steel mm-hmm. um, yeah. cleaner. And I think it starts with a W. I, I can't think yeah, of it off the top of my head. I was going to say Wegmans, but, but that's a, that's Weg- a grocery something store. Something like Wayman. Weissman. We- or yeah. Wayman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I was like, Ooh, what's this? And I just happened to have really physically clean counters. Like at the moment or the Island was totally cleared off and I had just cleaned it, which seemed like a great time to try polishing it. And I have to tell you, it was like the most satisfying thing. (laughs) Um, and I only have done it like once every couple of months. It's not something that I do all the time because really you do have to prep. Like there's no point polishing a dirty countertop or something that's got a bunch of stuff on it. But when I do it, it gleams. It looks amazing. And if you put a glass on it and just push it a little bit with your finger, it will like, like slide all the way down. It's like an air hockey table. Yes, it is. It's like an air hockey table. Exactly. And I, I just, it gives me such satisfaction. So, um, I was poking around and it turns out, I believe method makes a granite polish and maybe Mrs. Myers too. And I love both of those brands. So I'm going to get myself some more. And it's just, I mean, it's not something I really need. It's just something I really want. Yeah. I have so. had that same feeling when I do a like a real wood polish or like a wood oil on my dining room table, which again is not often because I'm more likely just kind of wiping it off. And um, but it just it smells good. And it lo- you're like, oh, that's how a wood table is supposed to look. And I would imagine right. it was kind of the same with the granite polish. That's yep. so funny. Um, I should check my little trap drawer because I also we've lived in this house like a year and a half and I think I've opened it twice and I forget that it's there. Maybe there's a secret. (laughs) There's a secret tiny bottle of granite polish. All right. So my next can't live without is is very simple and probably something most of you already have, but I will share the ways in which I've learned to use them better. And that is bleach, white vinegar and baking soda, three sort of staples But what has worked really well for me is to have very large, like Costco size containers of them, because at certain times you need a good amount, maybe not a baking soda. I guess I never use like tons of baking soda at a time. But with the vinegar, I've I've tried to keep like a little bottle of white vinegar in the pantry in the same place like we would use for cooking. And I either it goes too (laughs) fast and then or it's like some cleaning job is going to require like two and a half cups and I don't have it or I don't want to use it all. So. Um, doesn't have to be Costco, but wherever you can get the giant handles of, um, I have one of white vinegar, one of bleach, and then a huge Costco bag of baking soda. And they're, they, they are not for other use. Like they're just for cleaning the baking soda and white vinegar, even though you use those for maybe food at times, um, mine are just for cleaning. And I keep them in an area where 
it's this is tricky because they're so big that they're not they don't work in like a little cupboard where I have my everyday cleaning supplies and countertop sprays and things like that. But I also have realized that if they're way out in the garage hidden somewhere, I will never use them. So I found a high shelf in my laundry room. I know just where they are. And I have just tried to like use them more frequently and remind myself that so many household cleaning tasks can be accomplished with some combination of those three. And again, I'm like kind of a dummy about this sometimes. So sometimes I have to Google it or like, oh, does this call? Should I do warm water and vinegar or a little bit of bleach first? But I have a white ceramic sink that I have finally kind of cracked the code on how I really like to clean it, how it feels most clean to me. And maybe that's kind of the lesson. Like there may be like the method for me is not how you would clean your sink. But with those three things in easy access in large quantities, I can do a lot. Yeah. And baking soda and a toothbrush um, applied to, to like the little um the round, I don't even know what you would call it. Like the thing that in the drain, like oh, around yeah, the yeah. drain, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or one, I need to keep, um, start keeping those things upstairs in my house too, because I'll be up there, like just trying to make do with whatever cleaning supplies I have on hand while I'm doing my bathroom and baking soda and vinegar would work so well on, um, toothbrush holders when they get gross. Yes. You know? Oh my gosh. Mine like, is so have disgusting the kind where they right stand now. Up. Oh yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. they're just foul and they get foul yeah. really fast. Yes. And so just like giving it a little scrub with baking soda and then like a vinegar rinse would be great. Um, do you do the thing with your microwave with white vinegar? No. What do you do? Tell me. So you can actually do this without the vinegar and just with the bowl of water, but I, I just find that it works better if you do vinegar and water. So you put a bowl, if your microwave is getting gross and dried on gross, you put a bowl of vinegar and water mix in your microwave in like, I don't know, five minutes or something like that. And it creates the steam inside your microwave. And then you just get a sponge and wipe it down and it just comes off like so easily. So all that struggling that you've done in your life, don't, yeah. don't struggle anymore. I love it. Just use your vinegar. Yeah. I love it. All right. What's next? Oh, okay. Well, I'm back on the floor thing again. <laughs> You're More mops. a theme here. More mops. So I have had this for at least 10 years and it's from the Libman line, which I really like. Um, and it's the Libman Freedom and it's a spray mop. So basically what it is, it's it's sort of like a Swiffer, only nothing is throwaway. So if you feel weird about, you know, like single use, yeah. um, like floor cleaning situations, um, this is actually reusable and it's kind of like the microfiber one I described that I use upstairs, only it's got like a scrubby outer coating on it. It's just, it's better for like kitchen floors because you can really get in there and like scrub with it the way you do with a mop, like a regular mop. And it's got a little container or like a little, um, some word I'm looking for here, like a, like a, like a thing that you fill up. What is, you know what I'm talking about? A reservoir? About? Yes, a reservoir. Thank you. And you can fill it with whatever you, I mean, I've used like, ah. you know, dish soap and water. I've used cleaning, like floor cleaning supplies. Like you can just, you could use vinegar and water, mm-hmm. like whatever you've got, you fill it with that. And then there's just like a little trigger you pull and it sprays it in front of the mop head. Right. Like all straight over your forward floor. kind of yeah. straight forward and kind of like off of the diagonal. And then you just mop it up. It's great. Like and it's that. like all, all of the laziness that I have, it's, <laughs> it's still easier than the kind of mop that you have to like rinse out the head or squeegee out the head. It's still a lot easier than that. There's no bucket, but it's like a step up from my microfiber dust mop mm-hmm. situation. So I have been in love with it for a long time. I've had it for the same one for a decade. It's still going strong. Clara can use it. Love That's it. kind of become her, her um, job to clean floors. And she really enjoys it because she thinks it's fun to spray it. So, and I also let her choose like what she's going to put in the reservoir. I and, love that um, you can choose that too. 
Yeah, because sometimes, yeah, that just makes so much sense. I, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Well, it gives you it gives you a lot of flexibility, and sometimes you need something a little more heavy duty, and sometimes you want it to smell like Christmas, and sometimes you want it to smell like spring. You know, yeah. it's like you get to kind of just choose your own adventure a little bit. All right. Well, my next one is a little bit specific, but I guarantee someone listening has had the same problem. I am a bit cursed when it comes to dishwashers. I've had more dishwasher problems over the years and I've lived in whatever, four homes probably and had some old dishwashers and several nice new dishwashers and just had a series of problems. So I am very um, easily annoyed by a dishwasher that's like operating at like 60% 60% or 70%. I would much rather hand wash dishes than like pull things out at the end and you know, 20% of them aren't clean. So do you think it's possible? Cause I have the same problem and I'm just mm-hmm. going to throw out the low stakes for cleaning thing. Do you think it's possible there's user error happening? User error. Okay. Plagued by the same user error. <laughs> so possibly except I have had a couple of quite high end brands that will tell you, you do not need to rinse before you put your dishes right. in. And in fact, you're not supposed to because the water yeah. sheen will like interfere with whatever is magic is supposed to happen. So, I mean, if I'm, I'm more, I'm more like thinking like the trap isn't getting cleaned out or something. Cause this yeah, is something I, I go through where my dishes get gritty and gross and I can't get them clean. And so share your product, but I yeah. just like, I've almost been starting to get a complex about it. Well, I think I used to be really clueless about emptying the, 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 uh, filter thing down below. So in the first half of my last 15 years of this, maybe, but not recently, like I am diligent. I pull that thing out, but we have very, very hard water here. And so there is a ton of, I don't know if it's the lime scale, whatever it is that like white buildup, mineral, mineral buildup. Um, And so that's kind of a known issue. And I had tried a series of, of different things. I have done lemon shine. I've done, I've done a bunch, but we finally actually had a repair person come out maybe a month or two ago. And I knew he was going to tell me that it's just hard water buildup, but I had already Googled. I had run vinegar through. I had like done a lot of things. So he told me about dishwasher magic, which I think I had used once before. Um, and he told me exactly which one to order. And I will link that in the show notes. And what he told me, he said the the back instructions will tell you to use one container. He's like, use three and do it twice. Like basically use way more than they tell you. And you, you, you empty your dishwasher. You take the um, cap off of this plastic bottle and you shove it upside down in the silverware container. And then you get your water running hot before you even turn the dishwasher on and you run it on its hottest cycle. And it sort of melts this goo that comes down and really goes to town on that buildup. And I had tried seriously so many things with this dishwasher and this actually worked. So it will now be like a I can't live without it. I think I will probably put it in my like recurring to doist like every three months, maybe to do like a double cycle of this, because I think with our hard water, it's not going to be a one and done, but it's going to be a maintenance thing that is going to just save me a ton of that, uh, like death by a thousand cuts, death by a thousand yeah. dirty coffee mugs. So very happy uh, with dishwasher magic. Then I'm going to have to use that too, because I, yeah. I just feel like I've had really bad luck and I'm not like really fanatical about cleaning the trap, but I do it enough that I don't feel like this should be happening yeah. to me anymore. And yeah. um, you don't deserve so, yeah. this. I don't deserve this. <laughs> so I will try that. All right. Well, my last one is a bit of a stretch when it comes to cleaning products. We can't live without, because the truth is I've been living without this for a while, but I want it in my life. So, um, I really love glass cleaner. I really like having it all over the house because there's glass everywhere. And yeah. 
in the past, I have been tempted to just try to use whatever other cleaner I have. And you know, that doesn't work. Like I tell myself it's going to work. No, it leaves streaks. It just doesn't work. But I also don't want the window cleaner. I'm I'm a little bit, um, I'm a little picky in particular. I don't want the glass cleaner to look too much like the counter spray because then I get confused Mm. and I don't want the smell to compete. And I don't want it to be like one of those noxious smelling ammonia based ones either. So I am going to try public goods. They have a glass cleaner and I've loved their other cleaning products that I've tried. And I feel like it's just going to smell like, I don't want the smell to compete with the other delicious scented things that I'm using in my bathroom. Um, And I know you can use just like white vinegar and water and that works fine, but I, I I'm going to give it a shot, but just in general, I just really like glass cleaner. I like to have a good glass cleaner that really works and is available everywhere. So I don't have to run around. Well, and like I said, with the public goods countertop spray, I don't have their glass cleaner, but it looks the same. And you could also do those little refills. So you could buy like four bottles to start, but then the refills make it very affordable to like always make sure you've got like a little drawer full of those refills and you don't have to keep buying the bottles. So I could see that being a really good, good, easy switch. So, um, okay. Well, my last one is vacuum related and it's funny that you talked a lot about mops because in my house. I think we have five different vacuum options. I just didn't bring them up on this podcast because I thought it would be kind of boring. And uh, like everybody has a vacuum and kind of knows what they like maybe, but I'm going to talk about one of them and it is a shop vac, like an actual industrial uh, wood shop. The what or, the really loud ones? <laughs> it's loud and it's big. Yeah. And when Brian wanted to buy it, so Brian got into woodworking about a year ago. He's building us raised garden beds and he, invested in some nice tools. Um, and he wanted to get a shop back. And of course my like knee jerk reaction was like, okay, but we have like, we have a nice Dyson that's it's older. We it's, it is several, like maybe eight years old or something. We have a nice, good Dyson. We have a robot vacuum and now we have another little cordless thing. So I'm like, how many vacuums seriously do we need? But Um, I have changed my tune. I will link to the one he got, but I think it was from Home Depot. It's, it's, it's a good quality. It's not the, it's not the cheapest entry point, but it's certainly not like outrageous. And I don't think it was as expensive as maybe I thought it was when I saw the size of it. So it looks like a big kind of barrel drum shape and it's on wheels and it's got the long, like extendable tube with a couple different attachments. But I kid you not, if you do any kind of home projects that result in a lot of sawdust or like paper. Um, even my kids do like origami and paper and stuff where it's like, we're not talking about vacuuming up a little dirt or dust or pet hair. There's like actual heft. There's like volume mm-hmm. to be suctioned up. Um, our Guinea pig cage has the little shavings. So, or kitty litter, like anything where it's just like a lot, it is so satisfying to turn this thing on and it's like gone within seconds. So it's basically just like the satisfaction of vacuuming times a hundred. And, um, it's not for every home. If you have a small home or you're not doing these kind of projects, this may be not for you, but I have been pleasantly surprised at how easy it is to use. And, um, I mentioned we have kind of a deep pile rug in the, in the rec room. So things get like even a Lego or like a little fuse bead or those oh, yeah. types of little things. It's gone. Remember how your sister, Catherine just taught you to throw that stuff away when you find it on the floor. Yes. Like this would <laughs> yes. help you literally suck it into oblivion and no kid would ever know that you'd thrown away because it would go into the barrel of the shop back. So that's my little, yeah, that is my vote for a shop back. Something I never thought I would love and was more affordable and more versatile than I expected. So I have to share that I have had shop back several times in my life, but they were always sort of kept in the shop. <laughs> like, 
they were always kind of kept out in like the outdoor grungy space or like in a basement. And I remember several different times thinking I was kind of jealous. Like I wanted something like that in the main living space because of how useful it is. But like the ones we had were always like dirty and gross. Like they were truly the thing you used to like clean up water in the basement or, you know, like out in the garage when you were, there was sawdust or something like that. And so it didn't, mine never went back and forth, but I could see the value of that. And remember how I mentioned that I got um, a dumpster not too long ago? Yeah. Uh Um, I threw away no fewer than three. I actually think four vacuum cleaners because I don't, I I feel less buying. I kept buying crappy, cheap vacuum cleaners because I have a big house right now with several different kinds of floors. So Uh. my solution was to purchase like a different vacuum for every area of the house that I thought would serve a really specific purpose. (laughs) And most of them were just terrible. I did keep the stick vac because I think that that one's just, it's pretty easy to walk. I like being able to walk around and like hit corners with it, but I ended up getting a mealy. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh Uh-huh at the vacuum store in town, like there's an actual vacuum store. And I went in there and purchased a vacuum from a vacuum salesman who specializes in that. And um, I love it. This is a real sidebar, but does your vacuum store, is it also vacuum and sewing machines? Yes. It's also a sewing machine store. So that is, have you ever like thought about that? That like, I didn't realize that that was, I've, I have thought how weird, but I didn't realize that was a thing that was like more than just the one in my town. No, it's everywhere. And I looked into it one time because I thought it was so funny. I thought, well, it's either a throwback to like the 1950s where those were like the home machines that women would have needed to have serviced and purchased, or there's something engineering mechanical that puts those two in the same. And it is, it's the belt. It's like the, um, the internal workings are similar enough that parts and service and, and I'm sure the knowledge of the salespeople and all of that. And maybe there's, maybe there is something more like cultural or sociological well, I could, too. I, I could totally see that. And this looks old school. It's been there forever. Yeah. Um, but if the, you Google, the signage still looks old. Yeah. Yeah. Like in your town listeners, if you Google like vacuum cleaner repair, I bet you anything, it will be a vacuum cleaner sewing machine. I repair operation. love this so much. Isn't and so this good? one is owned by the son of the original owner. Oh, and I he is like, you can tell he grew up in the business. Like he yes. was the nerdiest guy to talk to. He knew everything. They only have like four or five styles. So they only had Miele, Miele and Simplicity. Um, And then I think Simplicity is also a sewing machine brand. Uh So that's another little bit crossover. And then um, one of the other sewing machine brands, I can't remember. I didn't look, I wasn't there in the market for a sewing machine and they're not cheap. Like I didn't know what to expect when I went in, but they had a few refurbs, but mostly you were buying at full retail cost, Mm -hmm. but they'll do things like you know, they'll give it a free cleaning once a year. And if I have any problems, they'll tell, they'll help me fix it. And like, it's just so worth it because I'm tired of having cheap vacuums. I really wanted to invest in something I would use for a long time. And that works well. And Owen, when he used the melee for the first time, he was like, I can't believe it. Like this, he's like, this is the best experience vacuuming I've ever had. Like he was so excited. It's it's like, it's like the Porsche of like, like the experience of that (laughs) like motor. Okay. So just continuing down this rabbit hole just for a second. Um, I'm so curious what will happen when these, the individuals and the families who have this deep knowledge about like how vacuum cleaners and sewing machines and a few other stable appliances work. It's just going to be a different landscape in terms of repair. And it's kind of sad. Like I know my mom, my mom had a sewing machine repair guy who's like 90 and I don't know if he had his own brick and mortar shop or if he was just like the guy you called, but either way, I don't think his son has taken over. Like who's going to repair it. Like what's going to happen? Well, 
And what about like getting your shoes cobbled? Yeah. Yeah. Shoe or, repair is a you good know, one. Or tailors. Like, I mean, even a tailor, that's something that will never go. The need for that won't go away because you can't just you can't tailor your own suits and things like that. But are there going to be enough younger people taking over those right. businesses to your point? I don't know, man. I and mean, we need to bring these like have a resurgence, like bring them all back. Maybe I should yeah. get my kids into sewing machine and vacuum repair. Seriously, somebody's got somebody's got to do it. All right. I don't know where we ended with that, but I talked about my shop vac. You talked about you. You have four vacuums and that made me feel better. I currently have. Oh, I I did want to respond to the thing about dragging a shop vac into the main area of the house. That is a very good point. And my my unique house setup is such that you have stayed in that bonus room, Megan, right off the garage. And that is mostly where we have dragged it in because that is a room for crafts. It's a room for projects. Um, it might be a room where the little tiny fuse beads get stuck in the carpet or where we vacuum out the couch that turns into a bed. Like, so it, the shop vac itself has stayed relatively clean. Like we've, we haven't used it for anything super gross in the garage and it's accessible to that part of the house. So I can see how that would be not make yeah. sense in a lot of situations. But. Well, maybe you just need to. Yeah. Exactly. One for the gross area and one for the nice. Yet area. another vacuum. When in doubt. Do they friends. make them? Do they make them that like, do they make them so that they aren't like orange and black? Um, ours like is a, yellow a and pretty black, shop back, but I have pretty yeah, lady shop. Maybe <laughs> pink and bedazzled. Maybe oh you can make God. it like a, a violet project to yeah. like, I don't know. She could, um, what's, what is it when you paste like, uh, decoupage? Yes. She could decoupage it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh. I love it. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So before we wrap up and pull ourselves back to the straight and narrow road here. Let's just touch on the blog post that's on our website at themomhour.com, which we will link to because it's a perfect companion to this episode because we know that we are just two moms with idiosyncratic cleaning <laughs> opinions. Um, but we have at least a dozen more uh, great ideas on the blog. And I wondered if any of them stuck out to you, Megan, or anything that you want to try after reading our contributors' suggestions. Well, I just want to second Emily's suggestion of barkeeper's friend. Um, Every time I've had a stainless steel sink or stainless anything, um, like if you have like one of those little carts, like those little um, portable carts that often have a stainless steel top. Anyway, it works great. Like really, really. It's one of those like old school for a reason. Mm -hmm. There's a reason it's still around. It looks like the branding is exactly the same as it's always been. So I'm just going to second Emily on that one. Yeah, I have used that in the past and I don't think we have any right now. So that was a really good reminder. Um, I want to try. So Joanne wrote about using white vinegar on everything, which we've we've talked about in this episode. Um, But she specifically mentioned a few ways that I have not used it, like adding it to her laundry detergent and like some things. I'll have to go back and look at the post. But um, since I already talked about how I enjoy keeping that big jug of white vinegar, I think I'm ready to like up my the, the uses for it. And she specifically mentioned that she also has very hard water in, in where they yeah. live. So I'm thinking I could pick up a couple of hacks. And then Kia mentioned the Instagram go clean co who, I mean, I think she has like 2 million followers. She's Canadian. Yeah. She's super, super popular. And I have watched some of her stuff too, but Kia said that tide powder laundry detergent, not for doing your laundry necessarily, but for a bunch of other uh, deep cleaning kind of tricks and haps, hacks. And so I don't use that for my laundry, but it, I was very intrigued when Kia said all the, all the things you can do with powdered tide. So those are the two that jumped out to me. Love it. Yeah. Um, well, we will link to that blog post in the show notes and you can find everything always at the go search around and poke around. 
And before we say goodbye, Megan, just a couple more reminders. Um, I mentioned at the top of the show that if you are a new or new-ish listener, I would love to hear a little bit about you and maybe make you a playlist. So you can email me directly, sarah at themomhour.com, and I look forward to hearing from you. And then we have two more episodes coming out this week. We are hitting the first week of the year, just hitting the ground running. We have um, an episode on Friday where I am chatting with a couple of my favorite fellow planner nerds, and I'll call them that with love. Um, and that's going to be really fun. And then you and I are back on Sunday with a very New Year's Eve, intentions Eve, goal setting Eve, more than mom mm-hmm. on Sunday. Really excited about that. And I also just, I just want to throw out there. Um, and if you follow us on Instagram, you probably saw this and celebrated along with us. But we hit 10 million all time downloads last month. Yeah, we did. Thank like, you for right reminding us, which is yeah. like kind of blowing my mind actually that that there's been. 10 million times mm-hmm. that listeners like you have actually listened to us talk. It's it's almost like a little disturbing, but it's awesome. And it was a big milestone that we've been kind of keeping an eye on for a while. And Sarah, you did a really fun Instagram uh, reel about it. And then we got a lot of um, nice comments from, yeah. the, from the community, but it's just exciting. No, thank you for bringing that up because not everyone who listens is on Instagram. We do have a really fun and, um, busy community over there, but I, I tend to forget sometimes that you, you listening may not have seen that. And it is just worth celebrating. I think we both, um, are big fans of women celebrating their milestones and like lifting each other up. So thank you for the reminder and yay, 10 million all time downloads. What the heck? What the heck? Yes. All right, everyone. I will be back with you and a couple of fun guests on Friday. And then Megan and I will be back together on Sunday. Talk to you then. The Mom Hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I have been having just the best time making my new podcast, The Teas Made. I launched back in November and so far I've covered topics like staying warm on cold winter walks, nurturing creativity, how to be a great host, and even Nordic secrets to loving winter. Well, you know I am fan number one of The Teas Made. It's got such a cozy vibe, and it seems like you've really hit your stride in covering topics like wellness, self-care, comforting rituals and routines, and home and family life. Just look for The Teas Made with Megan Francis wherever you get your podcasts, or head to theteasmade.com to find all the episodes.